And a happy new year. Um, might not be new year yet, but anyway, um, we're here for the end of year podcast. Uh, twenty twenty one was a year that we were in, and uh, oh no, yeah, it's twenty twenty then. Aye, twenty twenty. Twenty twenty one is the year that we will be in. Hopefully, <laughs> off to a flying start as usual. Eh? <laughs> so, aye, tonight we're going to be talking about twenty twenty, the year that was, what we enjoyed about it, what we weren't so keen on, and generally just a wee bit of chat chat. So it's uh, it's all Greg tonight with sound guy Gary, funny Alex, and handsome Ross, and we're here for the banter. Why? Oh, oh, <laughs> okay. The banter dream team. That is indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Arts bishops of banter. banter. <laughs> <laughs> the bantam of the opera. <laughs> I didn't think I'd heard them all. <laughs> Oh well. Well, we start at the start. I yeah, start at the beginning start of January. Start, uh, 2020 did not get off to a good start. No. Uh, no. We had the bushfires in Australia. Oh god. Which were the worst in recorded history as far oh, as I can god. tell. That's right. Aye. I forgot all about that. I am um, 18 billion hectares of What? Uh, Are you kidding me on? 18 billion hectares, 3 billion animals died. So what? <laughs> <laughs> give, give, give us an idea. Eighteen billion hectares. How how big's like? Uh, bigger, that's bigger than Cuba. Right. Okay. <laughs> what? So, so like Cuba was on fire yeah. in aye. January essentially. Yeah. Aye. Good uh, lord. Aye. I think a lot of us forgot about it, but like we were genuinely worried that koalas were going to just go extinct. They'd be named and, left. And one in one fire. Good heavens. And, that's crazy, man. In New South Wales alone. Um, so the worst one they'd had before that was in 2003, mm-hmm. where New South Wales had lost 1.9 billion hectares of land to it. Mm. Uh, this one was 5.3 billion hectares. Good and a hectare is no a small area. No, a hectare is the size of a farm, isn't it? Aye, it's pretty like, much. That's, yeah. that, that used to be the old measuring kind of. Uh-huh. Uh, and just when we thought it couldn't get any worse... Trump just about started World War Three. Mm. I know what was that shenanigans about. Uh, so, <laughs> whoa, we're getting political on the podcast. <laughs> um, so, um, the US had intelligence and in inverted commas. Uh, intelligence, yes, um, <laughs> oxymoron. Um, that uh, one of Iran's leaders, Qasem Soleimani, mm-hmm. uh, was plotting plotting attacks against US nationals. Right. Um, so they just blew them up. <laughs> oh God! I just, geez, it's been a long year. Yeah, was at the same time that we were launching, launching missiles and stuff as well. We we kind of been doing it on and off in Syria and stuff like that. But like this was in Iran. This was like this was like a big boy play by the US. I completely aye. forgot about that. That's right. I did just an airport. An airport. Aye. aye. Uh, Iran retaliated, launched, but nobody died in the retaliation. Mm. But I just put us. Put us in a constant state of like fear that the world's yeah. going to end. Yeah. The thing is, see if it comes to like a global war, like I think we're definitely going to be siding with the Americans, aren't we? <laughs> it's going to be the Americans that start to. this. But I don't history know. now. Why? We've all seen Game of Thrones, man. We know who's alive at the end. Uh. It's why? like you don't. It's not us. I know. Why? It's, it's not like all oh, the Greyjoys are looking pretty. <laughs> <laughs> They're looking pretty tasty right so, now. I quite like boats. <laughs> nah. That's pretty much us, the Greyjoys, I mean, you know. <laughs> oh my God, we're the Greyjoys. That's a good analogy, isn't it? I mean, America's your for uh, Lannisters, because they're just aye. crazy and mad with money. But, uh, they are the Roman Empire. And we'll, we'll just go along with whatever, because they're bigger than us, and they'll slap us about if, if we don't. Aye, aye, and in the process, manage to annoy all of Europe. <laughs> all of <them> pretty much. <laughs> 
by by leaving an economic union with them, which was equally bizarre. Aye, aye. So we'll, we'll piss off the Starks. Remember <laughs> well, that was meant to be resolved in March of this year. You know the worst thing, the weirdest thing is I've yeah. watched. I've been watching Taskmaster this year, right? Watching all the series. Aye. If you haven't watched Taskmaster, do it. It's oh. hilarious, right? right? What's Taskmaster? Uh, oh. Taskmaster is Greg Davies and Alex Horn. Right. Uh, okay. They get five comedians on mm-hmm. for the full series. Right. Um, and they set them tasks. And, okay. And and grade the tasks. Okay. Uh, and points. Like make a cup of coffee. Or... It'll be something like, <laughs> like how many bits of spaghetti can you fit inside a watermelon in a minute? That <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> Aye. And and the idea is most of the time the, the comedians have to try and be clever. Uh huh. Which they can be because they're comedians. They're kind of outside Aye. the box. Sometimes it goes wrong spectacularly. <laughs> like one in the most recent series, one of the challenges was uh, make the biggest thing disappear. Right. Uh, (laughs) Sorry, the exact word was properly disappear. Right. Right. And everyone made a go at it. Mm-hmm. Apart from Daisy May Cooper, who just hi- hid a big a big cow behind a shed, <laughs> <laughs> and it cuts back to the studio, and Greg Davis is like, "Do you know what properly disappear means? <laughs> <laughs> you just had a cow it's behind there. <laughs> Sorry, it wasn't a shed; it was a caravan. <laughs> Get it right. That makes sense. Right. That's a shed on wheels. And it cuts to the next person, Milan, who'd absolutely banged it. Oh, right? sure, And then, and then Daisy, it cuts back, and Daisy May Cooper's like, "Right now, I get it." <laughs> <laughs> But no, I was watching Taskmaster this year, going through all the series, and uh, series six, so that's five years ago, mm-hmm. right? And they were making jokes about Brexit. And I was like, really? I still can't, I can't believe how long this has went on for. Well, this is it, isn't it? I mean, it was meant to be resolved in March of this year. Aye. It? It was, that was like, this is the deadline. Aye. Uh, and now suddenly, December 31st is the deadline. And, aye. Uh, and it's a it's a no dealer, man. It's a no dealer. Have you heard the, the terrifying adverts on the radio for it? No. Oh, it, it, it's on. Uh, it's on my Spotify. I don't know whether it's because I, I run the shop or not, but it's, we're leaving. Brit, we're leaving. I know you've all got your hands full, but we're doing it. Sort it out. And that's basically it's a, this really threatening advert. Like we don't really care what else is going on. We'll get this shit sorted. I've, I've seen it on oh, kind of four OD when I've been watching Taskmaster. It's the little shipping adverts, it looks like. It's Aye. more like, if you have a business and you do trade with Europe, you need to sort this uh-huh. out now. Aye. Like, mm. we are leaving. <laughs> Crazy, isn't it? Uh, it, it it's, it's like if you're at a party, you know, and your pal's going like, right, we're going, no, I'm staying here, I'm not wanting to. Right, come on, move. We're going, there'll be no beer. I'm having fun, I'm just chatting to the Germans. No, move. I have heard a funny thing, and again, I don't know that it's true, but, um, but it's to do with Warhammer, the right. game Warhammer, right? That, uh, people keep really keep banging on about the, the UK fishing industry. Aye. Yeah, yeah. But apparently, told was it you that told me this? Uh, no, it was you that told me this. Oh, was, <laughs> I <can't, laughs> so it must be true. So I'm, I either made it up, or I can't remember where I heard it, but apparently Games Workshop, uh-huh. based in Nottingham. Nottingham, is worth four times as much as the entire UK fishing industry. Yep. And, you- and, and this is it. It's like they've, they've just picked fish, fishing, fishing as the thing that they're trying to... Like frighten people about you. Like, don't worry, the Imperium of Man will sort us out. It'll be yeah, fine. Absolutely, it'll be all right. <laughs> no factoriums up and down the country. We'll be fine. Bombing out plastic tanks. Yeah. Aye. Aye. Who cares if we fall to chaos? It'll be fine. Brussels will help us. <laughs> Games Workshop start making like Spitfires. They'll be everyone will be buzzing about it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Start supplying the proper air force. Man, we go together planes. <laughs> Giant elastic bands with propellers. <laughs> if we can just get the orcs to believe in a deal for Brexit, maybe it'll exist. <laughs> My God, 
such a long year though, eh? Aye. Like it's just it's felt simultaneously the longest year on the planet and the quickest. Aye, it's, it's well, been... See every time a new month comes out, I'm like, I believe it's November. Aye, aye. Uh, but like you. but then suddenly I think back and realise that Tiger King was March. Oh, that's right, aye. <laughs> tiger King was this year. It broke my heart when I found out it's not him singing. Oh, oh no. you're kidding me. No, oh, oh, he man. hires a guy to sing for him. Oh. That is horrible. I wonder what Joe Exotic's doing right now. <laughs> yeah, rotten in prison. <laughs> that's right, you get to oh, the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> Being be very careful in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> I know. In case somebody lets in a lynx. <laughs> see, the thing is about that, like, see, when I was watching it, see that Carol Baskin, I was like, oh. I hate her. And then I was wondering, I was like, am I the only one that hates her? Like, I know, is it wrong for me here? Well, like, modern society, you know, like, the feminists rise up against me for Carol Baskin, but no, everybody no, hates no, her. No, 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 she murdered her husband. No, no, but see, this is the thing. This is, this is the thing. No, but this is the thing, right? Obviously, like the documentary's one-sided, right? Uh-huh. Carol good. Carol Baskin is isn't he the greatest person in the world? Mm-hmm. She isn't he. She isn't he the person that that put that documentary portrays her to be. Thanks, she killed yeah. her husband. Oh, I do absolutely. <laughs> killed her husband. Do you know what I mean? Her own show and stuff like that. Exactly. It is like when you watch it. I don't watch it, but see when you see the clips and stuff. Like that. Well, and, if this is the stuff you're up to, you deserve to be ridiculed. But like they, they portray her as a hypocrite. But the but the but the reality is she's done more for like the protection of big cats uh-huh. than uh, any single mm. person in the world, as far as I can tell. It being realistically, but mm. you can't like see the way most people want nature to be in nature. There's too many of us for nature to be in nature. Now. Uh, Did you see that Carol Baskin was on Dancing with the Stars? No. <laughs> <laughs> The American version. No, it's incredible. There's no way. It's, so dancing with the stars essentially is strictly come dancing. USA. Ameri- yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're kidding me. It was three months after Tiger King. <laughs> still, still under investigation for murder. Uh, who was her partner? They must have been terrified. Tiger. <laughs> I know, just Can whispering it... into the ear as they're doing the waltz. You know, a tiger's stomach can dissolve human teeth. <laughs> <laughs> if you want me to really move, put anchovy juice in your feet. <laughs> oh my word. I was being a Strictly Come Dancing. What's his name? One Strictly, didn't he? Bill Bailey. Bill Bailey. Did, Bill, did, did he? Billy and Bailey, one Strictly Billy Come Dancing. Wow. <laughs> He is a man, but oh, he is the yeah, king. He's a very, very talented. I've man. seen him three oh. times. He's amazing. Oh, yeah. oh, he's we so need funny. to get him on Taskmaster. Oh, is yeah. he not on it? He's not been on it before. Oh, he has oh. to. He has not. He would be unbelievable. He'd be, <laughs> be the king. I don't think. I don't think he'd win, right? But I, <laughs> but I think he'd be so kind of eccentric and like cerebral about it. Just It'd be hilarious. How can, how can I solve this problem with music? <laughs> <laughs> write a song about it I love his songs man songs he's incredible are, absolutely yes. incredible so he, he does like classical songs in the style of Kraftwerk hokey cokey in the style of Kraftwerk brilliant man what, what was what he doing he had like a microphone and he got a guy in the front row just like the first thing that comes at the top mm-hmm. of your head just say it into the microphone Aye. and uh, he, ended, he ended up saying um, it was an unexpected item in the bagging area <laughs> and he went okay and then made a song out of it like there <laughs> on stage like a whole song with his keyboard absolutely amazing man I watched, I watched a clip and he done like Canterbury Tales in different styles like mm. Canterbury Tales and the like German metal like <laughs> 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 uh, he's um, oh, it's like oh, it's no what do you call it 
Like, he'd done like a ska version of Downton Abbey as well. Ska Downton Abbey. Reggae, not Reg- ska. <laughs> Reggae version of Downton Abbey. Sorry. Talking about classic British TV shows like Strictly Come Dancing. Mm-hmm. Your, your I'm a Celebrity was held in the glorious, glorious outback of Wales this year. No <laughs> way, man. Wait, um, Wales. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> they couldn't go to Australia, so they were like, well, we can't let I'm a Celebrity miss a year. Of course not. <laughs> so we're going to date in Wales. Who was in it, man? Oh, I can't. I don't know. Um, oh, I can't remember anyone who was <laughs> because it's like, I'm a celebrity, and you never know. Anyone no, you never. Maybe we can't remember person. because they all died in a bushfire. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? They just had to have a cover story. <laughs> right, we've officially lost Peter Andre in a bushfire. Who do we spin this? We'll say that they were in Clonakin <laughs> or something. I don't even know that's a real place. Oh man, you have to you have to watch that. You just about got an our spit take there. <laughs> I don't think I don't think we I don't think we've told that story. I think which podcast no, was that it? was scrap. That was the one that we were having a few beverages. That was a drunk podcast event. No, no, no. It was it was no. it was June. That was a magic one. Wasn't it? it was a magic one. Aye. Oh, was it? It was, it was a. Ma- I've got between. an outtakes on magic <laughs> episode three or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> which we will revisit eventually. Uh, but, oh yes, one hundred percent. But I. Uh, uh, Someone made me laugh and I spat Diet Coke all over yeah. Gary's face. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. I believe, I believe Ross described it once as biblically funny. <laughs> Maybe one of the top three funniest things I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely makes the top five. So we've had, uh, I'm a celebrity. We've yeah. had Tiger King. Right. What else has been going on? Well, as far as like, if, if, we're, if we're going like world events, the big boys, uh, Kobe Bryant dying, that was... My God, he did die. I love his steaks as well. See the Kobe steaks. Sort of coming a mile. Slow roll. But no, I think it, I'm talking to the wrong audience here. Uh, but it's hard to overstate how big that death was. Right. Like that right. was. I mean, I know I know he's a big deal in the world of basketball, but I know nothing really about basketball. Yeah, but it's mm. like he was like Michael Jordan. Aye, that's that's yeah, how that big, big Kobe Bryant was. Wow. Right. That to put it in kind of British things, that would be like a prince or princess dying. Like oh, that's the kind of level Kobe okay. Bryant was. How, at. how did he die again? Helicopter crash. Yeah. Oh, brutal, man. Yeah. His daughter as well. Colin McRae yeah. died that way as well, didn't he? Aye, Colin McRae. Mental. But uh, apparently Colin McRae was mere his fault. Stevie Vaughan oh, died really? in a helicopter crash as well. Just as a, as who's, a who's that? Stevie Ray Vaughan. Oh, did no, he? Right. That was a while ago. Just as a side note, couldn't stand the weather. <laughs> 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 Talking about like... famous helicopter crashes. Ah, you... There you go. Kun the the head of um, Leicester City Football Club. That was last year, but like weird amount of helicopter crashes. Don't <laughs> mind helicopters, man. Just be happy with being a basketball um, player. <laughs> <laughs> I think James May put it best. Like. Uh, airplanes are fine because they seem to work in conjunction with the air. <laughs> Whereas helicopters scare me because they, they seem to just go, see those laws? Spin really fast. <laughs> <laughs> they just seem to like go, we're going to fly and you're going to like it. <laughs> helicopters have got a smug arrogance. <laughs> the the lib dims of the aircraft. <laughs> They work most of the time. <laughs> but it's been it's been a sort of weird year for kind of TV and stuff like that as well. Mm. Like it, I struggled to go through and even think of what TV's been on this year. 
like and again talking to the wrong audience. I remember RuPaul Drag Race season twelve. <laughs> wrong audience. I want some RuPaul. Man. Yes. <laughs> RuPaul's outstanding. And All Stars five. That was start of the year. They were outstanding. Very funny. If if I'm going to defend RuPaul's Drag Race, you need to just give it a go. Right. Aye, it's it's unique. It's not like any other reality so TV show. How does it work? What's the premise here? It's it's drag like America's Next Top. Yeah, essentially, it's America's Next Top model, but with drag queens. Oh, yeah, it's like, and you don't, you really don't. See when you watch it as a straight guy, right? You you don't care. And then you don't care. And then suddenly you care about it more than anything in the world. (laughs) (laughs) Then you're joining subreddits. (laughs) You're like, like, how did Jan not win this week? The one that got me really into it was the the season where Sharon Needles won. Oh, season four, right? Season four, that was... Absolutely phenomenal. See, the thing is, as well, people think like, oh, they're just comedians. Oh, it's just a bit of fun. These yeah. are like serious. Yeah, like, I've seen talented some of the way they move. I'm like, oh my god, well, they you know? bend down, stretch both legs wide apart, and they yeah, hellish splits. Their back just breaks. Like, oh, I know. It's the like, the lip sync for your life, so that they get to yeah. the end of an episode, and uh-huh. the two at the bottom who are going to get eliminated, but uh-huh. they do a lip sync for your life. <laughs> right. So they play a song and they have to lip sync along, but it's dancing and all yeah. sorts. Oh, but they're right. jumping about like maniacs. Oh, it's great. Some of them have been outstanding, and that was the thing you were saying about them being comedians. The person who won this year, which was Jada Essence Hall, mm. she was really crap at like the acting and stuff like right. that, but like just was was good enough at them. But like Aye. she just looked stunning at every opportunity and just won Aye. it. Some of them have the costume, and that's the thing as well. The costumes, everything they're wearing, they make mm. it themselves. Really, that's part. Oh, excuse me. That's a big part of the um, of the of the competition is them like manufacturing their own oh, costumes. Right. What is amazing. what is funny is that this this show's been going on twelve years now, right? Mm. Uh-huh. Right. It got made very clear very early early on. You're going to have to make your own costume at some point during this show. Uh-huh. Maybe multiple times. Mm. Every single year, there's at least three people who come in who don't know how to sew. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this is the biggest thing in your profession. That's crazy. That's like, like getting in a helicopter <coughs> being able to fly <laughs> into <laughs> it. <laughs> but RuPaul absolutely digs them out for it every year. She's like, <laughs> she's like, get, get your gran, I don't care, go to college, learn how to sew. Aye. And every single year someone goes back and goes, ah, I didn't think it would be an issue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing bin bag chic. <laughs> Garbage extravaganza. <laughs> 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 oh. Do you know what I think it bog, but it, it kind of boggles my mind though? Like, mm. see, Ru- RuPaul, how did uh, how did she become a thing? Is it the same route that Lily Savage sort of went on, where it's just like a kind of com- comedian type idea? So she was big in the kind of New York drag right. scene. Uh-huh. Um, kind of moving into the more artsy stuff. Kind of got in with an artsy crowd and eventually, okay. you'll remember it, in the 90s had a talk show. RuPaul, ah, RuPaul's yeah. talk show oh, and stuff like that. I've no ah, idea. Yeah. I don't know. Ah, I've been around for a, a long time. And then right. disappeared off the face of the earth for a wee while. Aye. And then came back with RuPaul's Drag Race. Amazing. But she's she is like the face of drag and has been for about forty years at this point. I, I mean, I love I love these shows like the semi reality TV shows where they get somebody famous and tie it into it. There's two that spring to mind that I really love. Man, it was uh, the Flavor of Love. Did you ever watch that? What is that? All oh, right. So is this Flavor Flav? It is. No. It is Flavor Flav. It's Flavor Flav, and there's all these birds that want to spend an evening with Flavor Flav. Right? Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I am Flav. glad you reacted to that because I was starting to think Greg was losing it. <laughs> No, if you watched All Stars, that's what um, <laughs> Shea Coulee done in Snatch Game. Oh, or she done Flavor Flav on that show. <laughs> the, the, the fl- I was, I was so, oh, it was brilliant, man. Um, so you've got all these 
beautiful, beautiful woman. And this wee guy going, boy, around <laughs> his neck. I'm free for free. Like half said clock. Uh, <laughs> that was clock. <laughs> C-L-O-C-K. So there, there was Flavour of Love, and then there was, uh, oh, what was it called? The Rock of Love or something like that it was called. Where it was the same idea, exact same format, except it's uh, Brett Michaels for Poison. Shut up. Honestly, that show downgraded massively in the second season. But the quality of women that are wanting to spend a night with Brett Michaels for poison, <laughs> some of them even had tattoos spelt right. Do you know what I mean? There was no regrets. There was no regrets. No regrets. Not even one letter. Honest to God, man, it was honestly it's like an explosion in a trailer park. Jeez, that's, oh. that's getting watched tonight. Oh, uh, I can't remember. I think it was Rock of Love. It was called, but Flavor of Love, man, was ah, oh, top quality, man, absolutely, absolutely brilliant. And it's like any of these other things where they, they've got to do various different tasks, and you've got a backstabbing, and oh, so and so, they said this about so and so. They don't go on, and then at the end, they have to do the wee thingy, and uh, the the thing with the the, the Brett Michaels one for poison, Aye. right? What he does at the end of the show, right? So he picks the birds and there's a two of them. But, sorry, birds, edit that out. <laughs> 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 he, he picks two the ladies. willing female contestants. Yes, he, he, he picks the, the, the two willing female contestants. <laughs> and uh, at the end of it, right, he gives them each a rose. Yeah. Right? Does it have a thorn? One doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> One doesn't. Oh, no. <laughs> Those songs are why. <laughs> this flavour flavour, dude. Just hand them both a clock. <laughs> That's clock. <laughs> uh, another TV show that came out this year, which I think, again, forgetting about because it feels so long ago, was Star Trek The Card. Oh, oh yeah. Which yeah. I think a lot of people kind of in the same circles as us were very excited about Aye. Yeah. until it came out. It was okay. That's the thing. Like they it had, the, right, it had the potential to be outstanding. It, it did. It felt after a while. It felt like a like a nostalgia trip. You're like, oh, there's Data. There's Seven and Nine. There's Troy. There's Riker. I think know? it got better during the uh, towards the end. It did. But like it, the first episode is fantastic. Like I'll defy anyone to see the first episode isn't outstanding. I really enjoyed it. I like the interview with Picard. Aye, where he's clearly dealing with kind of. Aye. Dealing with a lot. It's when you strip back the layers and realise the sort of disrespect they're given the source material right because the whole point is they had data and that should have been pushed humanity to a new level of understanding aye, aye. and the first thing they show you in the first episode is there's there's cyborgs but they're slaves yeah uh, Android, that's, sorry. i suppose you're right because this is on the the kind of manufactured Mar- the mars in oh. mars and there's these create yeah you're right aye. Aye, it, and, and again like i said it gets better near the end um, you see Picard and Data have their kind of final talk and if you Aye. take single moments from the series mm. it's mm-hmm. good it's just when you put it as a whole and put it in that Star Trek universe it, it see when I'm watching it I'm kind of like I love uh, TNG but like when you're watching stuff like that like Picard it feels like it exists more in the J.J. Abrams universe it does than Aye. it does in the original TNG stuff because I like Data when he's Pretending to be Sherlock Holmes. Aye, aye, well, that's not being like he's going to save the universe. I'm I like, no, he's no. Nobody does that in Star Trek, really. I you kept, know what I mean? I kept waiting for Q to turn up. I was so disappointed. <laughs> oh, that's just one really. But that's the best bit about Star Trek. You, you ever notice how where they, they boldly go where no one's been before? They always meet somebody. Aye, I know. Who knows where they are? <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do you know what I mean? Like, they're obviously nowhere going where no one's been before because there's folk there. It's a ship of lies. <laughs> do you know what I mean? The whole thing's based on a lie. 
there's even a free episode arc in TNG where Picard just goes on holiday and has a lovely romance. <laughs> TN- I actually watched TNG for the first time this year. Oh, and- wow, man. What a treat. Oh, it's so good. Like, I'd watched bits of it before, Aye. but all the way through, and it's the first series especially is pretty bad. Oh, the first series has been A lot bad. of it's pretty bad. That's the thing. Aye. It's kind of like Doctor Who. Right? Yeah. Oh, that's a good Aye. comparison. Yeah. yeah, a lot of it's terrible. Aye. But when you see the highs that TNG can hit, Aye. you learn to appreciate the terrible oh, because God. you're like, I know the good's coming. coming. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Right, so... You'd learn after a wee while, don't go near the holodeck, because like every week, <laughs> something goes wrong with the holodeck. It's supposed to be this thing, you, you get stuck in it, or, you know, gangsters are coming out and taking over <laughs> the ship. Moriarty's gaining settings. They need to have a look at this holodeck policy that they've got. Do you know we what should I mean? just keep it for Worf. <laughs> so, we can, so we can just let out his emotions. That's all it's for. That's all it's it's for. so Worf can murder holograms. But no. I stay away from the holodeck, people. I know they really, really you should, I mean? shouldn't they? Yeah. And Riker, <laughs> Riker is really—he's um, really Kirk. You know, I mean, he's yeah, he's, he's Kirk. He's, he's headstrong. He's he's, well, he's he's the one that the ladies like. So yeah. I think once they grew the beard, once they grew the beard, that was it. That Riker beard. <laughs> and there's a great compilation video on YouTube called Riker sits down. Yes, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just the way Riker sits down. It's like, oh, honestly. This I mean, is, this is a man who oozes sex appeal. Oh, oh God, he makes love to the seats when he oh, sits down. Honest to God. I can't believe nobody looked at him and went, here, that's a bit weird what that's you're doing there. <laughs> the script says sit in the seat, you straddle. <laughs> Leave that seat alone. <laughs> uh, but there you are, Picard. Pretty good. Uh, yeah, pretty good. Likes. Another thing I watched, I don't know if any of you will have watched it yourselves, but it's the Goop Lab. Oh yeah, right. uh, yeah. Oh, right. oh my god, actually, that was so. Goop is Gwyneth Paltrow's holistic kind of medicine company, right? I hate it already. It's the oh, way it's, you will. It's the way but it's, it's insane. You need right. to god, right. It's so the, the series tries to paint her in a good light, of right? course. I. But it's so patently insane that you uh. can't. Like, I think it's the first episode. She sends like five of her little underlings because Gwyneth Paltrow wouldn't date this right because right. <laughs> it's mental she sends five of her wee underlings to go to Holland and like take mushrooms and just have an out of body experience and they are that, that's freaking epic. out that's all that happens though like she sends them there they go to this retreat they take mushrooms they trip and then they come back and you're like oh so how was it and they're like oh it was so spiritually awakening and you're like how do we sell this to people though what are you doing this is a business so you're, you're down the job centre Tuesday afternoon you're looking at wee cards right <laughs> Johnny Depp wants you to do acid for his autobiography. Like, what is? What good is it going to do anyone? There was a there was a great bit, and it's the only real bit it felt in the whole series where she got like a medium in. Uh huh. Right. But they managed to find the only sane person in that company who went, "I don't believe in any of this." <laughs> and, and sat her in the mediums, and they were setting it up for like, Aye. "Oh, this could be a mad moment." Where the medium tries to read her and was like. Yeah, I feel like you've lost someone. She's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's outstanding. Good. Like, okay, there's there's YouTube videos ripping Gwyneth Paltrow to shreds, right? Oh, but John th- Tron's got a belt. I does. About it. If if you can't be bothered watching a full series, watch the John Tron video on it. Okay. Um, but it's worth watching. What's it called? Because that sounds right up my street. The Goop Lab. The Goop uh, Lab. Okay. There's, there's one in particular that was my personal favourite. Right. It was a, a facial treatment where they 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 draw your own blood. Yep. Right. Right. 
and then they put it in like a scientific centrifuge where they like spin it round uh-huh. and it separates yes and you get the hemoglobin yeah right and then they take that out in a syringe and they uh-huh. put it into this wee machine it's almost like a tattoo gun right and they stab it into the skin on your face right and apparently it makes your skin go really taut it's like I don't know what on earth stabbing somebody's face to do. would do that, wouldn't it? Do you know what I mean? But it's like, but Gwyneth Paltrow gets this done. She's like sitting there going, "Oh yeah, man, my skin feels like a little baby's ass." I'm like, ah, you just rub blood on your face. What are you talking about? This is insane. It's like a vampire, isn't it? You know, so just, yeah. It's mental. At least it's her blood, not like children or anything. Like that, she know. honestly, in one episode, nearly completely lets slip that it's all a ruse. Really? And yeah. just, I'm just here to sell shit to. People with more money than sense. <laughs> She's not that daft then. No, she. I mean, don't get me wrong. Gwyneth Paltrow's an astute businesswoman. Aye. Like she's got her market of like idiot rich white women, <laughs> right? <laughs> and she knows what they want because <laughs> they yeah. buy this shit. How many listeners you've lost? As we say, none at all. That live in LA specifically. <laughs> we already lost them all. We need to the market of Scientology. Oh, right? that's true. There's a massive crossover there. Oh, I, God, I was not here for that podcast. <laughs> Do you know, I once wandered into the Scientology place in Edinburgh. Really? Oh. I, we like, me and Hannah were walking by and we were like, oh man, it's a Scientology place, that's got to be worth a look. And we went in, it's like a wee hallway, right? Aye. And then there's a wee staircase at the end of it, right. the ominous staircase. <laughs> but it's just, it's like totally open, there's no locked door, there's nobody watching you, and it's just a, a row of leaflets. Right. And I'm like, I'll go in and I'll grab a leaflet at the end, sit Aye. on a wee kind of coffee table and I'll come back out, right? Uh. And I got to the end and I just heard zzz, of a camera uh-huh. and it just came in and I just saw a camera on the wall. Uh, it, oh, it, we've got one! It Close moved, it you look at me, and then I heard a door go upstairs as if somebody opened a door and I'm like, like nope <laughs> Tom Cruise he's got your scent now <laughs> oh man craziness <clears throat> picking off the leaflet just down the stairs hello did you read the leaflet I didn't know no. I just I didn't even lift it up I tapped myself that badly. I, just, I dropped it and ran then I went and get chips <laughs> Who oh. needs peace with the universe when you've got chips? You no, know what I mean, man, I don't need to be audited. No, definitely not. No, no, no. If we're talking about the premium, the premium TV show that came out this year, it's The Mandalorian season two. Oh. Which I'm just going to say before we start spoilers. I don't know if we're going to spoil anything, but it's your fault if you've not watched it. Well, <laughs> we'll, we'll leave it at that just now because we'll talk about this one for ages. Oh God, I. Um, right, okay. We'll be back after the break and we're going to talk some about the Mandalorian season two. Right, so between um, now and then, if you've not seen it, go and watch it. Go and watch it. <laughs> <laughs> you've got about thirty seconds while Gary puts in a wee piece of music. back now we're going to talk about the mandalorian season two we won't be mandalorian you oh. <laughs> so alex you were going to say the mandalorian season two it is, you didn't like it 
don't you dare put that on me. <laughs> <laughs> it is. You it's thought a... it was overplayed. You thought it stayed in tropes too much and played too much fan service. Uh, the use of CGI was just a bit too over the top uh, as well. Uh, 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 <laughs> I, 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 miss, I miss the days when you could go and you could just see a Gungan being a gung uh, for an hour and a half, you know. I'll just leave. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to be. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. No, 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 no. No, the Mandalorian's outstanding. Yep. When, yeah, I, yeah. when I watched season one, I think I'd done the same thing I think everyone done. By about episode five, I was a bit bored of it. And then I pushed myself through episode six, seven, and eight. And seven and eight were unbelievable in series one. Mm-hmm. Aye. Series two, I kind of expected it maybe to be the same thing. Maybe mm. a wee struggle early on. Nah, man. Series just kicked off. Aye. Kicked yeah. off hard. Stayed at that level. Mm. Um, apart from the random fish people um, episode. But the, that was still the, frog people. Well, that's the thing. Uh, episodes still good. Are, are clearly filling episodes. But they're that good that you don't really care. Yeah. Aye, exactly. Yeah. The big frostbider episode. Aye, the big frostbider mm-hmm. episode. Cracking. Aye. Really, really but good. But did they move the story along? Like the overarching story at all? But yeah. Cracking. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah. And I was so... I'd be found the, the child's name. Mm. Yeah. Again, this like I'm just I'm, I'm throwing out that massive. Spo- <laughs> I was going to throw in the spoiler warning before I'd done it, eh? But like, I, know. I grow. We gave him time to watch it. We gave him a full thirty seconds. I gave him the right name. How did I pause the podcast? Oh no! <laughs> spoiler alert! Thank you. Yeah. Uh, been officially warned. <laughs> no, but I got so connected to everything there. Like I've not watched a lot of Clone Wars, so I don't have a mm-hmm. lot of connection to Ahsoka. Mm, but when on. I saw Ahsoka turn up, I was like, "This is straight fire!" Yeah, like everything about this is so cool. She had this, the white sabers still, um, and she was just, she was just there being a mad Jedi. It was cool. <laughs> it definitely doesn't hurt having watched the Clone Wars nor that for uh, no. for no. that because even at the end of the first season where he cuts his way out the Tie Fighter and you see the dark saber. Yeah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's what I did find myself. So Robin, who we had for the Star Wars episode. Aye. Uh, she started watching The Mandalorian once that when she kind of left, and I feel I'm having to fill her in on some stuff, but it's not affecting her enjoyment at all. She's like, uh-huh. "What's this black lightsaber?" I'm like, "Well, <laughs> that's a dark saber um, and stuff like that." But that's that seems to be kind of everyone's experience with The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. If you know a little bit about Star Wars, uh-huh. you're finding enjoyment telling people about this kind of wider universe. Uh-huh. And people are enjoying it regardless, but also enjoying learning about that Aye. wider universe. Aye. Like Ahsoka Tano, Grand Admiral Thrawn, mm-hmm. um, stuff oh, like that. I'm waiting for Thrawn to come into it, man. I don't, th- I don't think he's coming into the Mandalorian. I'm all excited about seeing Thrawn in the telly. <clears throat> Thrawn's a fantastic character. Yeah, yeah. I've just got the audio to try and catch myself up on because oh. I need to look forward to it because it seems like it's going to be good. The second audio book, the second book's best, that's the one where he's with Darth yeah. Vader yeah, yeah, you see that in all the ratings for it as well the first one's like, not quite there, but the next two are like, phenomenal aye, aye. but I think you need that first yeah, book yeah, you need the first book to get it, the first book aye. is basically Throne Origins, like aye. here's this chess who randomly found his way into the Empire and you're, you're going through the story with him, like, how did you manage this? Aye. <laughs> and then he tells you <laughs> we've, got, we've got so much more to look forward to in The Mandalorian we had Boba Fett come back uh-huh. And actually get like a good moment in Star Wars, not uh-huh. just get kicked into a Sarlacc pit. Uh-huh. <laughs> but you get out of it, so that's all right. Exactly with yeah. with the actor who done the clones, uh-huh. um, which was well. On a side note, there Jeremy Bullock passed away last. Yeah, year, that's right. Yeah, the yeah, day, yeah, the, yeah, day yeah, the final really. episode aired, aye, aye, aye. Which, which is which is even more poignant when the end of the Mandalorians announcing the book of Boba Fett, aye, which aye. is. 
turns out it's been confirmed now it's a completely new series. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. set in the same timeline as Mandalorian, right. mm-hmm. but it's just a new series. Uh-huh. Right. Actually, it's good that he's getting his own TV show. I think you would relish the opportunity to be part of something that people like mm. and mm. play that character. Mm. It's so weird because you're saying play that character. He can play... Um, <laughs> so like, many characters. He can play, like, <laughs> in theory, five million characters. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the cooler <clears throat> bits in the, the Mandalorian when someone mentioned that they'd heard his voice before. Mm. Oh, no, that was him. They were like, yeah. hey, can you go in? He was like, I think they'll recognise my face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, how will they recognise it? Oh! Because <laughs> you came in the chat and didn't get it. And we were like, this is a clone. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, I get it now. <laughs> My, my, one of my favourite bits in the whole thing, and I'll, I'm going to talk about the actor, or the guy that, that, that had their own a wee, a wee bit, but the bit, I think it's in the last episode, where uh, it's Bilber and Mando, mm, and they're in yeah. the canteen, ha, yeah. and he's talking to the guy, yeah. and it's just, he's so good. It's so t- it was one of the tensest ten minutes of my life. He's so nice. good, so I watched this, and I'm like, this, this is amazing, this guy's Bilber's great, and then I went and listened to his comedy stuff. <laughs> I, I hate it. It is. It's everything's negative. Everything's rubbish. Everything's. Mm-hmm. It's just such a downer, man. It's just this guy complaining and complaining and complaining about stuff. It's I've like, had people try and pitch Bill Burt to me a number of times, and he's funny sometimes. But then see, trying to watch an entire comedy special, uh, I'm just like, oh shut he's, up. Again, coming for the kind of position of comedian. Uh, he's a comedian's comedian kind of thing oh, because right, he doesn't okay. follow the kind of standard rules of comedy right. uh, like mate if you if you place them in a box michael right. mcintyre's the most kind of run-of-the-mill comedian thing <laughs> about right he's, he's very good at it uh-huh. right but he's in a box right, right? and bill Barr is on the right of that box mm. um where some people who enjoy michael mcintyre still enjoy bill Barr, but he kind of tends more towards people who are very interested in comedy no, or it's not that, it's or just, into comedy it's just I don't I, it's, it's like I can understand it's funny it's just I don't like that much negativity that, do, do, do you know what I mean no, I, I totally agree it's you like, shouldn't watch a comedy show and feel down afterwards hmm. do you know what I mean aye it just it, it does grind me down a wee bit but it is very funny I, I mean but I thought he was excellent in The Mandalorian oh and, god aye in the first season he was okay that wee bit in the first season yeah. but that's bit in the second season where he's talking to the, the but, officer mm. that was so tense which was a nice redemption because he said Bill Burr said in his podcast he was actually quite embarrassed with his first appearance because he thought oh, really? he, he thought he hadn't done well at all oh, I was fine I thought it's it was right, I thought yeah. it was fine but like he really felt that he'd let kind of the episode down uh, oh no no he was alright I know but like it's nice to see him get that redemption because those that five minutes where they're talking about Operation Cinder uh, which was nice to see you get a, mm-hmm. <clears throat> a wee nod mm. somewhere Actually, um, and you could just see like the kind of anger kind of building and Aye. to the point where like when he does shoot the officer you're like well you had no other option <laughs> painted yourself in the corner with that one I loved the wee moment when he'd done it when he was kind of shocked at himself Aye. he's like oh dear then just oh. shot another guy <laughs> shot another guy it was the guy walking in the canteen like thing of custard and spotted down he's got bang I just wanted to sit and have his blue milk <laughs> just some blue milk custard and then he's shot in the face for nothing <laughs> Well, no, nothing. He was, he was yeah, the worst kind of person. He was an evil, evil person. No, he no, the guy was sitting tall. Oh, he was glad to walk in with his dinner. Aye. Aye. He just gets shot <laughs> for walking in with his dinner. That's, 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 that's the cool thing as well. Like, you don't often get to see the Empire just being dudes. Uh, do you know what I mean? Because they're mm. usually just like all in formation, shooting at the rebels, being bad guys. But then see when they arrive and they're like, you're the only guys that made it. And yeah. I pat them on the back and they're all cheering. They're just like, oh, uh, just 
guys. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> just just stuck the wrong side. <laughs> <laughs> just dudes. And another bit that really stuck out to me is the bit where uh, they go and get the like the clone officer, the clone doctor, oh, on the ship, and he's got uh, he's got like the child hostage. Mm. Oh, it's the, doc- the, 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 the doctor. He's got the doctor hostage, and he's going to yeah. shoot the doctor. And he says, "You guys are terrorists. You kill millions and millions of people in the desert." Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think of that? Ah, you're right. You're thinking about the rebels, and we're like, we really hate this guy, but we don't care how many people we kill. We get that guy uh, in prison. Aye. Okay. Aye. Aye. So. They did blow up two Death Stars. They did. That's <laughs> millions and millions of folk. Yes. And, and all those folks have got families, you know, except for the clones. But, uh, <laughs> so the Rebel Alliance is just the intergalactic Taliban. <laughs> well, I, was, I, was, I said this to you before, it was nice to see them call the Rebels terrorists. Mm. And it's the first time we've really heard them be called terrorists because they kind of are. Aye. Yeah, well, they are. Um, but, like, oh, Mandalorian in general has just been an outstanding ride like if you're interested in Star Wars and haven't watched The Mandalorian like you you should you're missing out because it's Star Wars at it's best really I have my disagreements with people at the table here about which films are great but I don't all agree in The Mandalorian The Mandalorian's yeah. just outstanding mm. I'm not going to lie to you when the first season just came on here I missed a good few episodes before mm. I actually started watching it just because I heard all these oh baby Yoda baby Yoda like, <laughs> oh god this is just going to be like a cute fest but even yeah. As soon as you watch them on the TV, you just melt, don't yeah. you? Like, but I thought oh that was yes, hilarious. <laughs> funny, so yeah. cute, see, man. when you see that stormtrooper, baby Yoda, we slap in the satchel, you're like, How dare you? <laughs> you die! I'm the biker. He just dots him for me. I forgot about that. One of my favourite bits is when he's in the event. Try, he's trying to explain how to put the circuits back together. <laughs> the red one where the blue one was, and he just sees he, a spark and a smoke comes in. He's like, It was worth a try. <laughs> I thought it was really interesting to take like a character who was basically just going to be like guy, cool guy, McAccent. Do you know what I yeah. mean? It was just like kind of nothing else to. Yeah, yeah. It's like why don't we just make him a stepdad? Uh, <laughs> it was really unique. That was pretty cool. You know how you know how much the Grogu puppet cost? Oh, I know it's a lot. Five million dollars <laughs> to make the Grogu puppet. Wow. Or just Worth to make it? Aye. Just the prop, eh? You'd be looking oh at design God. and all that. Well, it's really expressive. There's no, there's. When I understand it's, selling it for five million. The actual construction it and actually. No, the actual, talk- the actual construction of it's five million. Like uh, that's how much they spent to make the Grogu puppet oh, because money well spent. It looks yeah, because you know I mean? think real. whenever Grogu's not like moving on the ground or whatever, mm. where it's clearly CG, mm-hmm. it's not. It's all puppetry. Yeah. Like, yeah. Some just like, get his hand up. Aye, <laughs> but like the, the, the facial was, expressions and stuff, that's all puppet kind yeah. of. That's yeah. the thing I love about Star Wars. But like, see, when you think back to like the first three, like mm-hmm. New Hope and stuff like that, the animatronic work on it is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And I love like, animatronics and films, I think it gives it a very realistic feel and stuff. But 100%. You're thinking, oh, CGI's came this far in this amount of time, but see, actual people making animatronics and stuff mm-hmm. like that, oh my god, Aye. that's mm-hmm. scary. See, when you see like, the realistic people and all that, you're like, Oh, I know, like that. That I remember when that came out. I know we there was among our friends there was a couple of people who were like, "Oh, yeah, the money not particularly well spent." They're talking about Luke Skywalker's uh, appearance. Uh, I was like, "Shut up!" It looked, it looked great. I was like, "I don't know what you're complaining about." And plus, you, you know, it's CGI. There's that uncanny value where you see something, you know, it's not a human yeah. person, but it's Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Aye, Get a grip. Aye. It's still That's cool, it. isn't it? Aye. Aye. It's. I see on that fact. I've got a little bit. Yeah, you'll probably disagree because obviously you, Greg, especially know a lot more in depth but look Skywalker is he that great a Jedi see when you see his appearance in like the end of the last film 
Uh-huh. Yeah. Aye, aye. Where um, he projects himself across time and space. Yeah. And... Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even the full series, he's bigged up to mm-hmm. hell. And then you're, you're thinking back to the original, you're not really that great. So it really, no. it really, it really starts in the expanded universe kind of after episode six came out. Mm. So in the expanded universe, um, you know how after he killed the Emperor, yeah. uh, Luke, uh, Luke dragged all the Star Destroyers out of the sky with the Force. Like... The, ex- the expanded but, universe is stupid, right? Yeah, like, you never see it. Like, which is why it's been binned. They couldn't <laughs> do like a lot of great stuff back when the original Star Wars came out, but it did not seem to be as powerful as everyone made them out I think it's. I think it's more about the kind of uh, metaphysical kind of mm-hmm. idea of it, um, because there's only... Quagon discovered the key to immortality mm. and didn't quite get there. Mm. Uh, then, then Obi-Wan Kenobi done it, which kind of cemented Obi-Wan Kenobi's Position is the most powerful Jedi that's mm-hmm. ever lived. Yoda done it, but that, that, I still feel that was by default at the time. <coughs> yeah, I mean, all the Jedi's yeah. got wiped out. That's but right. See if there was like more powerful Jedi's, like even stuff that you hear about when like, the other series came out, like some of these Jedi's like Yoda and stuff like that back in the day, they were all amazing in type of the Force. But Luke Skywalker just didn't seem. Plus, well, he never completed his training. Didn't yeah, well, no. they start no. feel like. But when do you start being Jedi? Six second. year old or something like <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> but this this the thing so. You should watch the Clo- you should watch the Clone Wars and Rebels as well because you see how powerful Anakin is, mm. and that kind of allegory goes over to Luke, and, and it's never it's never outright power. It's never outright it's Star Killer from. If, <laughs> it's, it's, but it's, it's never it's, it's never Star Killer from the Force Unleashed. It's never pulling a Star Destroyer out of the sky. Yeah. Right? It's always this metaphysical kind of cerebral idea of the Force. Mm. And you're a powerful force user when you feel the kind of force through you kind of thing. Mm. The interesting thing, I mean, that's what made Mace Windu, and it was, it was just a wee throwaway thing, but that's what John Lord made Mace Windu so good that he would use like dark side stuff that yeah. he shouldn't really be doing, but he could control it sort of thing. Mm. And there's this bit, uh, the end of Mandalorian, where he's uh, he's walking through and he's like, Killing all the robots, slipping into bit. And there's a bit where there's this force crush thing. Mm. Yeah. That's a bit naughty. That's, that's a bit. A bit that's a bit dark sided. Well, even when he turns up in Jabba's palace and he's giving the Grimorian guards the force choke. Uh, yeah. you know, giving them all that. And of course, he's he's in black. Yeah. Which is like, you know, I might not sound like much. He's not wearing the traditional <laughs> Jedi robes he's wearing, but his dad wore when he was Darth Vader. Yeah. yeah. So I think so. He's he's in oh, black rather than the yeah. traditional robe. So he's a wee bit. Uh, yeah, I know. It's because he didn't have teachers, really. Mm. That's the go. issue. Mm-hmm. He was relying on the sacred texts, as, ah. we, find, as we find out. But we have our issues, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, Star Wars, Star Wars episode. <laughs> Star Wars episode two is just going to be me and Greg shouting at each other. <laughs> it's <laughs> not He's <laughs> already done the prequels, I take it. We've done the prequels uh, very specifically because I didn't want an argument. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the original like, three. Years. Baby Yoda's cute. Baby Yoda's yeah, cute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we agree on the Mandalorian, which is what all this started with. Like, <laughs> another uh, thing that came out this year that I enjoyed was the second season of The Boys. Oh, I've not God. actually I've watched it. I've still not finished it. I've still what? not finished it. The first few episodes, it was just right in there. Uh, like, the Boys is top. The boys is good. It's yeah. very, very adult. It's no, don't sit, don't watch it with the same crowd. Don't watch the Mandalorian. We don't. No, don't even tell your mum you're you watching. Know, <laughs> you know what it was. You know the reason I didn't watch it. I was watching My Hero Academia season four. Oh, okay. we, cool. we talked about it in the anime episode, and mm. I was like, I won't put it on my top ten or top five because ah. I haven't, it's not finished. It's solidly in like in my top two. You love it. Oh my god, season four is unbelievable. <laughs> they need to be fixed. I didn't see anything, <laughs> but it's it's actually 
season four is on a different level to anything I've seen in anime. Like really, so. my god! Like, I do, do you know just to cut across you there. Um, I've started watching. I've finished watching. I've binged this whole thing. It's this Korean uh, thing. I think it's Korean. Um, Alice in something. It's no Wonderland. It's Alice in Summerland, and basically it's like a mashup of the Hunger Games mm-hmm. right. sort of thing. So these guys, there's three of them, and they get into this stall, and they come out, and everybody in the world's disappeared. Mm-hmm. Right? Borderland. Borderland, Alice in Borderland. Honestly, it's really good. It's really good. It's it's like the Hunger Games, but it doesn't suck. Um, <laughs> they, they, <laughs> no, sorry, I'll, sta- I'll stand by. The second, the second film in the Hunger Games is great. And has no right being in that series because it's so good. Because mm. the rest of the, the rest of the films are crap. But See, the right, thing about Hunger Games, I, I already watched the what was the Stone Cold Steve Austin one that he done? The Condemned. Like, in was it, the Condemned. <laughs> that was basically My Hunger God, Games. You but good. <laughs> Can we say? But Battle Royale was just the, the best. Battle Royale was the best. Battle Royale was the best one. You'll never be Battle Royale, man. Um, so the sequel not that long ago. Actually, the sequels are a bit. No, a bit. A bit. A bit. A bit. A bit. I wasn't right. a big fan of the sequel, but the the, the original uh, one, you know the for the sequel, mm. the 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 director that directed the first one, he worked in a, a Japanese munition factory mm-hmm. during during the war, and he was telling these stories like, so a bomb hits the munitions factory, and they gather up all the kids because he's a kid at this point to go and bury the other kids. Oh my god! And all that stuff, so it's pretty grim. So this guy's pretty grim. So that's where all that comes from. And then when they were doing the second film, mm-hmm. he only got to direct one scene, and then uh, then he passed away. Oh right. right. So a lot of the second film is not him. Aye. Also, oh, he didn't have a hand in he, making he it. He didn't have a hand in the second film. Right. Okay. Um, I don't know how far they deviated off the script, but the direction, obviously, in the Hunger Games, the Hunger Games. Listen to me. Um, in uh, Battle, Battle Royale, Royale is it just turns into a teen angst drama. Uh, it's not a particularly great movie. Yeah. If there's one film I just want to talk about, in case we move off of films, right? Mm. It's quite. It's a serious film. It's the Trial of the Chicago Seven. Right. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah, that's on Netflix. If you want to see a film that's going to make you come out of it angry, like really? <laughs> like really angry at our system, it's so it's set in the sixties or seventies. Uh, well, no, Ken- Kennedy's no long dead, so it might be the late sixties. Late sixties, right? Um, and it's the civil rights movement. They've done right. this protest at the uh, Democratic National Convention. Mm. There was a riot, which was started by the police. Mm-hmm. Right, really. Um, like police officers took off their badges and started beating people. <laughs> right, uh, and they got these seven people. Mm-hmm. Right, and said you were making a conspiracy. They tried ha- to fabricate a conspiracy. Just yeah, a protesters. Yeah, and I've, I've just got a picture of these guys getting battered, going, "No, no, Jar 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 Binks is a dark wall." <laughs> 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 no, 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 that kind of. It was Lee Harvey. Oh, no. the CIA. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, you, you, and it's about their trial. Basically, got these seven people together, and between the seven of them, like they were maybe in groups of two or whatever, mm. they hadn't talked to each other. Like they knew right. of each other because mm-hmm. they were all big parts of the movement, mm-hmm. but they were all completely separate. Uh-huh. And it was about grouping them together and trying to get them done. Especially the uh, guy for the Black Panthers, mm. he oh, had yeah. he had nothing to do with it. Yeah. Um, he he was literally in in Chicago for mm. four hours and went home. Mm-hmm. Um, and because he's a black man, 
mm. stick him on the stand mm-hmm. because because he's going to make the rest of them look worse. Aye. It's Aye. if you want to, if you want to be angry at the world, that's Aye. the film to watch. There's a wee bit of that. And another thing that was out this year, the second season of Umbrella Academy. Yes, um, very good that. show actually. There, there, there was a wee bit of that as well, um, where uh, she's working in the diner. Yeah, because and, and the police just come in and start like leathering the husband because he's a a black guy. Jesus. Aye, because that's. If you've not seen the Umbrella Academy, they end up going back in time at the end mm. of the first season to the sixties again. Mm-hmm. Um, Spoiler alert! <laughs> 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 yeah. It'll be in the title, though. Aye, aye. Um, I never put it in the title. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't fun in that. <laughs> <laughs> aye, hides it in his Facebook post <laughs> underneath the link. Hidden <laughs> 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 <Head in> comment. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I suppose one thing we haven't really talked about is kind of video games this year, mm. Mm. and there's been some biggies coming. Yeah. They've came out the yeah. Last of Us too. We won't uh, talk about that in case nobody likes it. But we'll move on. <laughs> well, you can um, listen to the Last of Us episode yeah. to get more information <laughs> yeah, in the yeah, Last exactly. of Us too. Um, it didn't come out this year, but the game that's really kicked off this year um, is Among Us. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. Which is so weird. It's like if if you've not played Among Us, it's basically a mobile game. Yeah. Aye. and it's a hidden role game two people are imposters they go around killing people you're not allowed to speak during the round you can only speak when a body's found or mm. someone calls a meeting and you have to find out who the imposters are Aye. and the graphics are so simple yeah. it's just little it's sprites just moving just about little sprites moving about it's no you don't need like a, a million pound budget or whatever or you know you don't need you don't to need get, a five grand PC you, no. you, don't, <laughs> need, you don't need Danny Elfman in to do the music to create a Mm-hmm. You know, a, a game, an addictive, an addictive game, and it's so addictive. Once you've played it once, you will be addicted to that yeah. game. Like I feel you... like I went for a very short spell. Like it was very interesting for a short amount of time, mm-hmm. and it just got the same. I think it's, I think it's the same as anything. If you've got a friend group that keeps up with it, mm-hmm. you're going to remain interested in it, kind of thing. Right, definitely. It was a very interesting game. Never played anything like it, really. No, exactly. Like. People here play board games playing Secret Hitler or yeah. Werewolf and stuff like that. It kind of has that same feel to it, but because it's getting people in it who've never played video games really before, Aye. you're getting this whole new kind of dynamic and stuff Aye, like that. That's where mobile games are kind of good. It's where they shine, isn't it? It gets yeah. people into games who maybe wouldn't buy a console. Aye, absolutely. Um, was the... I'm trying to think what else was out there. Was the Jedi game out this year? Was yeah, that last year. Last year. Was that last year? Christmas last, last year, year, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Okay, so. yeah, kind of the the big, the big one again this year, this recent, mm. was um, Cyberpunk 2077. Oh. The Boogeyman. Which, by all accounts, seems like it's a great game when it's working. Mm. Ah, well, that's that's the thing. I mean, it's, it's, it's built for this one new machine or whatever, and then people are trying to play it on an older machine and it's no as good it's almost like they're trying to get, get you to buy a brand new console isn't to it? get it to work yeah, properly yeah. you would you would think you know right. millions of market and they'd at least try it and it's, find it's it weird because i've heard loads of stuff like you say alex i've heard folks say that it's a great game and it's it's totally new in a lot of ways and another folk are saying it's gta with christmas lights on it you know it's, <laughs> like it's no it's no anything new it's just a kind of a more polished version of games you've already played mm. i think i think the thing with cyberpunk is it's a massive departure from what CD Projekt Red traditionally have done. Because mm-hmm. right, before okay. this, they've done the Witcher and kind of fantasy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've taken on this massive project. And by all accounts, they've done really well with a lot of stuff in it. Mm-hmm. They've done really well with world building. They've done really well with kind of the gunplay, as far as I can tell from what folks mm-hmm. have said. Yeah. Uh, they've done really well with the RPG elements. It's just the stuff they've got wrong. 
Mm-hmm. They've got really badly wrong, and they should have known better. Mm. Aye, and it's not it's, it's not CD Projekt Red. It's the publishers and higher ups above them, yeah. forcing them to like make put this game Push out. It through before it's ready. <clears throat> to be fair, I've been hearing this game has been coming out for a long time, longer than a year. It, it got announced at least, no, got, like it was, it was going to come out, and then it was like a year yeah, yeah, that initial date. And, but I mean, yeah. like see the very first initial hearing of this game. Was like, five years ago. No, E three twenty twelve. 2012, was that how long it was? <laughs> nine years ago! <laughs> yeah, we'll see if a game, be, someone's been anticipating a game for nine, nine years. years. You're wanting it to be perfect. Here's, here's the thing though, like, we say, we say nine years ago, seven of those years were just like, because of the scale of this game, were more than likely just storyboarding yeah. and script writing, because there's a ludicrous amount of dialogue. And I think everyone who's played that game will agree that's one of the strongest parts of it is the fluent dialogue. Because your man Keanu's in it, isn't he? Uh, Keanu Reeves, aye. aye. Um, so a lot of that took in it's probably maybe two years to develop the game and that's where the issue is when they've got to a point with a couple months to go where they've already put the game back like someone's going to put the foot down and say no just release it Aye. like doesn't and I think they knew it's, it's, it's obviously no, no been finished properly and no. that's why you're having to get massive patches for it in the day release well there was, there was a huge like 35 yeah, one of my friends got it, and it was a huge like, thirty-five gig download day one patch. Sold nothing. Games yeah. unplayable. Invisible walls clipping out the map during the tutorial. Uh, like it's that's think, not a finished game. I think it needed op- it, They needed like another six months optimizing for the past mm. consoles, mm-hmm. um, and they just didn't have it. But then you'll miss the hype. Yeah, you'll miss mm-hmm. the Christmas hype. I have. Uh, so I get it for Christmas. Mm-hmm. I know. Again, it comes down to these things. It's when it's kind of the same thing when you talk about CGI. You don't want to bash it too much because mm. you know the people who have worked on it mm-hmm. have worked incredibly hard. Yeah, like I have no amazing. doubt the CD Project Red guys, the guys who care who are on the floor, mm-hmm. have poured their heart into this. Like, and they're, they've they've known what's coming. I've done everything to try and delay the inevitable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it just hasn't happened. You know, mm. like. I feel I feel really bad for them. I know it's a bit of a shame, isn't it? I kind of thought when it was coming out that the whole cyberpunk thing felt a bit twenty ten, like mm. it felt a wee bit mm. outdated, like we've moved on a bit further from then. But now I'm seeing it. It, it looks, looks great. I wish I, I wish I would. I wish it was good enough for me to go out and buy, Aye. and there wasn't all these problems because I'd be playing it right Aye. now. If that's, it was, that's if it was the thing. You'll pick it up next year for a tenner and it'll work perfectly. Aye, for Tom's <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? Aye, I know. It's that's the crazy thing. Thank do you, you. Do you know what else came out this year? Again, feels like years ago. Animal Crossing. Yeah. Is that just this is year? That just this year, March. Yeah. Animal Crossing? Uh, no. Really? Are you, sure that, is that, are you sure that was just this year? Yeah. Maybe on the Switch. Well, that's that's no, where that's, it got released. No? That's the only place it got released. Really? Is that just An- really? Animal wow. Crossing New Horizons was a Switch exclusive. Right, okay. Um, I, before that was like DS and all that stuff. Aye, aye, aye that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm yeah, thinking yeah. I thought it was like, oh, okay. Okay, aye. but New Horizons was March. Yeah. And that's just taken. That dominated the world as well. Yeah, in a big way. And aye. I do not understand no, it it's whatsoever. The most... <laughs> it, is, it is the worst parts of life simulator. Right? <laughs> you know I can tell you what it's about. Like, you start the game and you get a mortgage. And then right. you spend the rest. <laughs> Spend the rest of the game. Spend the rest of the game paying off the mortgage. <laughs> well, yeah. They sound like fun. She not, got pure into that, and fun. she must have invested like eight hundred hours or something like that in oh, the first few months, boy. man. And I was like, the only game that I've ever came close to it was like Halo, and that was like ten thousand. Yeah, I know Halo's justifiable, but it's it's one of these things like it's tied to it's tied to days of the week and stuff like that. Like maybe you'll only be able to sell th- turnips on a Thursday. 
and stuff like this, and you'll get a better mm. price for mm. your. So it forces you to log in to yeah. play the game Every one day. of those days. Do you yeah. know what it sounds like? Do you ever play the Pokemon games where when the kid's 12, they kick him out the house and he's to go and have a wonderful adventure? He's <laughs> <laughs> to go and have a Round wonderful adventure. <laughs> he's actually 10, Greg. Right, so. <laughs> it's worse than that. So he, and his he, dad's Mr. Nine. Uh, <laughs> so he's, he's booted out the door. He's away having a wonderful adventure and all that. And see, staying at home, the poor sod has to. That's Animal Crossing. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's the, it's the bad stuff that's happening in Pokemon. I know. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'll have, have fun having, exploring the world and seeing all these wonderful animals. No, I'll stay here and harvest turnips. Charlie Bucket's other three grandparents. Probably <laughs> <laughs> staying fed for themselves. <laughs> I was playing Valhalla in the Assassin's Creed game. Uh-huh. Was that just came out? Yeah. There's a bit you can you can upgrade your settlement over time doing raids, getting supplies. Mm-hmm. So I was sitting at a point where I was upgrading the settlement and mm-hmm. stuff, and I was like, "All oh, right, starting to come across. I've got my wee brewery, I've got my bakery," and she's like, "Is that what you're doing in this game?" I was like, "No, you're a Viking. You go. This is just a wee session." She right. looks boring. I was like, you're having a laugh. <laughs> You've just invested all that team in Animal Crossing. <laughs> I live on a tiny, tiny island. I'm spending 10 minutes upgrading my settlement before I go on a raid. You know that? Looks boring. The thing with mm. kind of video games is that you can miss the release and still have something like hit you this year. Mm. Kind of thing. And for me, that was Dead Cells recently. Okay. Oh, uh, you've been talking a lot about that. Me, me and Ross in the group chat, Dead Cells is one of the my favourite game I've played this year. Yeah, it's, it's a roguelike game, so it means you just keep replaying the same stuff over and over again. Mm. When you die, you go back to the start. Random loot drops. It's basically like a 2D side-scroller fighter. Mm. Um, when you beat the game, you go back and do it, and it's harder. Like, that's that's the game. <laughs> um, and it's like, see, when you play it the first time, you will think this is the hardest game in the world. And then you'll beat it, so you'll be able to go back and do it harder. And then you realise you didn't understand how hard a game could be. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then you'll beat it again. Yeah, I don't get it. I know, you're I, not, don't, I, don't I think you know my thoughts. <laughs> nah, this is this is different to Dark Souls. This feels like there's an actual because I said to you the runs are short. Uh huh. Like mm. the run to beat the game, Adam, was forty minutes long. Right. Right. Okay. Um the first time. Mm-hmm. Second time was forty five minutes. Mm-hmm. Um if you're not beating the game, you're probably ending a run twenty minutes in, and you right. just you just start again. Mm. Um, uh-huh. It's no it's not the same souls. You're no you don't really lose anything when you die. Mm. Right, you just start again. It's arcade. It's an arcade game. Right, you start okay. again, right. um, and it's difficult, but you can always tell when you muck up. Right, it's always you. Right, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's always a lack of skill on your part. <laughs> <laughs> like I mean. I don't know what mean anything to you, but I got like the lightning bolt, and I was being really careful mm. because I think can hit people at range. Aye, and then I died because for some reason I just jumped into the middle of seventeen enemies, <laughs> right? And like at the time I was like, "It's the best idea in the world." Uh, Three seconds afterwards, I was like, "I'm the stupidest man who's ever lived." <laughs> <laughs> aye. But aye, that was the game that hit me this year. I'll need to give that a go because you and Ross have been hyping it quite a lot recently. Aye. Uh, See, going off video games, then you said that. Covid, which has been happening this year. No, what's that? What's mm. that? Must have missed it. No. Is, yeah. is that the Lady Gaga's new album? Nah, it's cool. Just leave it. Some kind of. Aye, we'll leave it. We'll leave it for the next episode. Aye. Okay. Bye. 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 Cheers. Have a nice New Year, guys. Cheers. Bye.